Welcome to another episode of Damn, your nigga is over here again. Come get him, dog. Come on. Hey, what's good? It's your boy Vaughn. I don't have a podcast. That's why you're here, listening to my boy John on the John Effect Podcast. Very pleasant. Good evening, ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time the one and only there never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is episode 331. New listeners, welcome. Returning listeners, welcome back. I'm your host, John Salvatore Mackey, a.k.a. Christopher Ruiz, a master of ceremonies, Cuban roast in the flesh, the podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Afro-Latino Ryan Reynolds on these hoes, bro Olivia Pope, the young OG Juancito Fuego, Mr. Carte Blanche himself, BKA, being hot gets you the MVP, staying hot gets you Hall of Fame. I'm back in the motherfucking place to be. <sighs> I enjoyed my time off, but I'm always working when it comes to this podcast. But a little on that later, let's get into some housekeeping. Places you can listen to the show. Of course, you can listen on Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Spotify for Podcasters, which is formerly Anchor. You can listen on Spotify itself. You can listen on iHeartRadio, Audible. Amazon Music. You can listen on Pandora. You can listen on Overcast, Acast, Rockin' Republic, or Radio Republic, rather. Um, you can listen where most podcasts are streamed. Uh, I had to take a second because I'm like, I'm buzzed, but I ain't, I ain't fucked up just yet. Um, also, follow your boy on social media. On Twitter, because I'm not calling it X, the John. Effect X. <laughs> I see what I did there. Um, so when you live tweet the show, use the hashtag PodQB. Also, when you see links for the show and you see the thread for the week's show, retweet that. Um, press the heart icon when you see other links for the show. It helps the show gain traction, which I'm all about. I'm all about um, covering new ground and, and potentially having new eyes and ears on the show. Um, you want to email the show? You can email me the John Effect at excuse me the John Effect Podcast at gmail.com. You can call into the show, text the show, sound off 202-643-8776. Other places where I am at on social media, TikTok, the John Effect, um, same name on Snapchat, as well as Instagram, the Instagram page for the podcast itself. The John Effect Pod. If Facebook is your thing, you know, rock out with us over there. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash the John Effect Podcast. And, you know, give your boy some love. Give me some flowers. Show me some appreciation. I would love it. Uh, go over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, search the John Effect Podcast. Rate the show four or five stars. Thank you in advance. Write a review. I would love to see. So, you know, some of those start to uptick, and I would love to start reading those on the air again. It's been a few months, but I'm, I'm still appreciative nonetheless. Now, I like I said earlier at the top of the show, I took some time off 
for some podcast PTO. It was five Tuesdays in this month of August. I'm only showing up for four. Like I, I, I need the work podcast life balance where I love this show. It is also a professional hobby that takes more than just getting on the mic. It's promotion. It's you know pre-production. It's production, and then I'm also juggling some things because. I'm recording with Rain tonight for this month's Gay Side Stories Reimagined. Um, I'm actually going into recording sessions for my event series, uh, Singled Out, that will be, knock on wood, Lord willing, premiering in mid-September. Um, some returning voices, uh, Mike Perkins is in the mix, uh, Tylees is in the mix, uh, Shane from Ethos Media Network is in the mix. Uh, my fave, one of my faves, Miss Nicole Banks is returning after. Uh, it's been a minute since we've recorded, so I'm looking forward to having her back in. And, you know, a few others, TBD, but I hope everyone enjoys this. In my head, I have the idea but it's always like in my head is the idea going to execute uh and i know rain is side i mean right now with good reason but yes I, I do hope it does um come to fruition the way i imagine it i hope it is fun i hope you guys do enjoy um i'm gonna keep it short and sweet uh no dual releases <laughs> the max of episodes i'm doing is seven I know for sure I want to do at least five. It may sprout to seven. Don't know. Not sure. Let's slide over to personal effects. I'm 40. And as... So we may... Blacks and Latinos, we may not age. Or we may age gracefully. Where we don't age at a rapid rate we do spread <laughs> and it's just it's life and we see these things because we we are blessed to see you know the generation before us go through things and then when it's our time in the seat it's like oh okay so you know i the week prior i didn't go to the gym and you know i have not been eating the best during that week, which is so counterproductive because, you know, I I met with my doctor in June and we set up, you know, a plan and play to get where we need to get because, oh my God, I'm full transparency. And I think I've only told this to Jackie since the pandemic began. So that's like from when I got weighed and I want to say June of 2020 to June of 2023, I gained 39 pounds. Like, I am disgusted. <laughs> like, I am disgusted. I saw that number on the scale and I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, it just, it, it put me in like just a, a defeated place because you know going to the gym is not hard for me like it's just 
Uh, so of course I had tests run to make sure it's not thyroids and anything like that. So it's definitely something that is controllable and it's something that I can definitely get my hands on and get in the right direction. But one, it was that. And then, so my barber probably cuts my hair once a month. Um, I used to do like one every two weeks where I would do the first week, first half of the month, edge up, second half of the month, uh, fade it, clean the facial hair up. Um, but I've gone to a place where I've just seen him once a month because he went from being mobile where he was doing it at his house, back to the shop, to mobile, to back to the shop. So I was like, I don't have time to go around the mulberry bush. And I came in to uh, the shop because you know I was working from home and I just threw on one of my hoodies and I just excuse me I just had lunch so you know I had a little bloat on me and he was like I ain't seen you at the gym you gained some weight oh my god I was like nigga like not so loud and and then you know the guy next to him was like hey big man what's going on I hate, I hate it here. I hate it here. I absolutely hate it here. So I'm just like, uh, I'm just like, this is not what I wanted to deal with because, you know, I did, I've always, I'm not going to say I struggled with my weight. When I was younger, like, I, prior to having Crohn's, like, I was, you know, a little, a little on the juicy, a little on the thick side. And, you know, when I was a teen model, you know, there were things about, well, you need to take it up 10 pounds of muscle or you need to drop 10 pounds. And, you know, I've had my issues where I've been super dedicated and, you know, I've, I've deprived myself. And then I, I got into a stage where it's just like, you know what? I'm not deprived myself of anything and I'm going to do what I want to do. And that does not work. Going to the gym and eating like a fat piece of shit is not it. Like bodies are, when they say bodies are made in the kitchen, especially when you're at 40, uh, 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 you have got to, you can't eat like a teenager. You can't eat like you're on my 600 pound life. So that was the wake up call for me. Um, so this past weekend was Bros Weekend. I was in Maryland, had a great time. I uh, got to see Ray and Steven. We went out, we drank, we went to the gym. Like I, I, I did good with the regimen. Like, you know, didn't miss a day, uh, three days in a row. I did one last week prior to um, me going up there. So my, my goal is always to the gym four days a week minimum three knocked the four out for last week was great didn't eat crazy so i was proud about that um apparently i guess people that don't see me are still you know find the kid attractive i mean just because i put on weight doesn't mean i feel like delta Berkman designing women <laughs> does not mean that you know your boy is so desirable because we went out saturday night so we went out to the fireplace Saturday night, which is a thing we either do both nights or either or, but this week we did just Saturday. So um, ugh, I was wearing shorts that were, Saturday I wore shorts that were nine inches. Friday I wore shorts that were four inches. Um, of course, chest out both days. So, you know, it's, it's not 
quite packed because we've, we've done this thing we decided to go out a little bit earlier so it's probably a little after midnight we're in there we notice and we scope the crowd and we're like oh it's slightly older which it it's usually mixed it's usually like 60 percent older and then 40 percent you know younger but for some reason this night 75 percent older so the music choice by the bartender disco i you if you if you know me you know i love disco i love disco riding in the car on a road trip in the house cleaning up during my work day I, when I go out and I'm in the streets, I don't want to. I don't want to hear disco back to back to back to back to back. I want to hear, you know, I want to hear some Hove. I want to hear some Nori. I want to hear some Big. You know, I want to hear the current, you know, bops and shit. So I'm like Diana Ross, Tina Turner, Donna Summer, the Village People. So in this bar, they also play the music video. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go sit in the cut by the window uh, and have my drink and sightsee. So as I'm going over there to sit down, you know, this shorter man, maybe like 5'8", grabs my arm kind of aggressively. I'm like, excuse me? He was like, are you here by yourself? And I'm like, I am. He's like, oh, okay. I would like to fuck you in the ass. Clearly, he was not from America. English, I don't think English is his first language. It was kind of broken. Uh, I want to say he might have been from Mexico or El Salvador. I'm not certain. But I stopped in my tracks. I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, I want to fuck you in the ass. <sighs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're, I said no. I said no, thank you. And, and I walked off. And I'm just like, oh, no. And I'm, I'm going to get to and drag myself in a second. I mean, just because these legs are greased up, just because this chest, out, uh, this chest is out and, you know, I'm looking good. Because I was looking good as fuck this whole weekend, uh, despite going into the weekend being told that I'm a snuffleupagus. But, um, yeah, so I'm just like, yo, like, I always say I'm a himbo, you know, objectify me but when i say that i mean by good looking men <laughs> or good looking women or just women in general not creepy foreigners <laughs> like oh that's oh my god that's kind of rude and racist i'm not racist i promise but but let me let me walk it back not by creepy men and he was definitely a creepy man and i'm just like now, had he been fired, I well, no, because I don't get fucked in the ass. So, this is an exit-only uh, unit right here. <laughs> now, there are other units on the market that probably do have entrance, but not this one. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if it were a good-looking man that was that forward in any type of... I would have been flattered. I wouldn't have done anything because it's ain't the 2000s. But it was, it was flattering. I mean, still flattering, but it's just like... It would have been more flattering had he been better looking. But a win is a win, so I still got it. But anyway, um, yeah, that was it. I was, I, I was like, was I sexually harassed? Cause I, I, I very seldom feel uncomfortable, and in this situation, I felt uncomfortable. I'm going to freshen up this cocktail and we'll be back after these messages. Wait, it's no messages. Okay, bye.
I am going to say this. Everything on this docket is allegedly. My money is for me. I said what I said. Everything on the docket, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. All right, all right. Let's get into this docket. Uh, I'm like, let me just, let me, let me let y'all know. I'm a full transparency. This is a very sassy docket. This is a very floppy docket. Um, I'm just here. <laughs> So I don't get fined. I had too much fun on podcast PTO, but I'm back talking about the bullshit. <sighs> Let me say this. I've never seen it for Lizzo and it has nothing to do with her size. I just have always thought Lizzo was a stunt queen. Um, and just something just never sat right in my spirit about her. And the shit is hitting the fan each and every week for these last couple of weeks. <sighs> I mean, some of the shit is gross. Like, the, and I'm not trying to be a prude because I'm a freaky ass nigga and I like freaky ass shit. But in the privacy of my own home or in the privacy of my partner's home, I, I'm not doing freaky shit in a group setting that doubles as a work situation. It's just, uh, uh, do I think Lizzo will be canceled? I don't know. And I kind of don't care. Like, I'm all about black women and supporting black women and being there for black women. But it's not a blanket for everyone. If you're doing some fucked up shit, I don't care. Oh, God, it's going to sell all lives matter. If you're doing fucked up shit, I, I can't see it for you. Like I And I can't even say I can separate the music from the person because I don't like Lizzo. Lizzo doesn't make music for me. Like... It, she makes that back-to-school music that they would play in, like, an Old Navy or a JCPenney's uh, commercial, like, get rompers, you know, three for 20. And it's just like, you know what, Lizzo? No, I'm good. Anyway, uh, we're going to follow this next item under, um, I guess it's a stunt queen. Oh, Wayne Brady's not a stunt queen. <sighs> Wayne Brady has announced to us the public that he's pansexual congratulations wayne brady um um i i skimmed the article so i'm going to paraphrase and, and then i've seen some clips or what have you on TikTok. uh i applaud him for coming to a place where he's comfortable to share that with us um he said you know he's loving himself and i'm all about self-love and self-worth so congratulations there it's 2023 we would love to think that the pendulum has swung and we are at a place where you know black and brown men can express themselves and, and be 
embraced by the community and we're not there we're just we're not there and like i've said this on the show so many times i don't think we'll ever be there in my lifetime like we say for appearances oh equality and inclusion and, and equity uh but it's really faggot this and tranny that and dyke this and you know retard this and all these derogatory terms you know behind closed doors and it's just like ah give me a break my thing is this let people live let people rock as long as you're not hurting kids as long as you're not hurting animals like let people exist and let them do things in their space uh i did see some things about when he if he does pop out with a man it's gonna probably be a white man and i'm gonna say this I would not be surprised. I also don't care if I'm not mistaken. I don't keep up with Rainy Brady in the, in the slightest. I believe his wife is Asian. So here's my thing. And this may ruffle a few feathers, but I don't care because this is my podcast. And you can't touch me on this mic and you will get your ass beat in person if you try that. Go find you somebody to play with because I'm not the one or the two. Like, I get it popping. But it's just like, if you like all races and you cast a wide net, that's fine. Like, that's one thing, to just be open to whoever. I find an issue when we step into that is black okay space or that I only want to be with someone that's not black because I don't like blacks and it's just like that is disgusting that is nasty work it is despicable but Wayne does not give me that again I don't know Wayne Brady I you know you love who you love um, me, me now, I, I could be open to other races and other ethnicities. Um, but at the end of the day, there's nothing like black culture and black love to me. That, and I, I say this as someone that is both black and Latino. Um, so yeah, like Wayne Brady, congratulations. Like, I mean, and you like chocolate. I mean, but, uh, like I know how to I, I know how to sign and adhere to uh, non-disclosure agreements. So Wayne Brady, if you want those ball, if you if you want those walls knocked down, you want those walls loosened <laughs> i'm your man i'm the plumber i got something for you uh i take my payments uh nothing over ten thousand because it triggers the bank uh but yes wayne brady living your truth um wayne has been a handsome man in my opinion i think the corny thing is the epitome of code switching because his target demographic is a white audience so i get it but i feel like behind closed doors Wayne and I feel like that Chappelle skit from like 20 years ago is the real Wayne Brady. I feel like Wayne Brady is a nigga, nigga, and I love niggas. I love me some niggas. Um, speaking of niggas, I've said this so many times, and I've been saying this probably since 2007. Being a Neo fan and 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 saying that out loud and just doing that. 
is like saying I'm okay having herpes. And I'm not shaming anyone that has any STIs or STDs because that, that's not it. But it's just, it's that, it's just that, ugh. Like, it's that ick. Neo. <sighs> Have you ever seen someone that looks homophobic and homosexual at the same time? Neo is that. And there's just something zesty and fruity. I don't care what Neo has to say. I don't take stock in anything that Neo stands on platforms. He's a 40-something man with limited education. Like, I, he has some questionable things to say. I'm not going to go into the backstory of it. But he, you know, came to the internet, doubled down, and was like, I don't like this, and... I have a right to have an opinion, and if nobody, you know, can agree with that or accept it, then you guys should just be in a world without Neo. Okay. Okay. Please don't threaten us. I want these promises delivered. Like, you ain't nobody, and I don't want to hear about you and nuclear family type discussions or, you know, and I'm a traditionalist. I don't want to hear that shit from you because you a snake ass nigga. You a dog. You got all these project twins out here. You got all these side babies. Like, it's it's despicable. So, worry about you because you're probably not even raising your kids. Like, I guarantee you not in your kids' lives. So, I need Neo to just be on you. Shut it up. Nobody cares. We don't care. Go ahead somewhere, girl. Sit your ass down. Oh. Uh, next item on the docket, and you're definitely following this under Stunt Queen. I'm not here for Billy Porter. I've I, there's something. Uh, he's another one. So, there's something in my spirit that does not connect with Billy Porter. Like, I feel like he is a one-trick pony. Is he? You can be talented in a one-trick pony. Like you can, you just have one level. You have one setting, and I think that's what it is. And I always say this: if some people in the industry take forever to pop, it's usually or to reach mainstream status, it's usually some karmatic shit playing in the background. I.e., Tamar Braxton. Uh, I can go other places, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not a fashion gay. That's just not what I am. I I I, I have a, a clean, classic, timeless aesthetic. I like what I like. I've never thought let me just let me walk that back. Billy Porter has delivered one look that I'm like, oh that's fire. That was the black tuxedo with the, the ball gown at the bottom. I want to say at the Oscars a few years ago. Outside of that, no, it's tacky, it's garish, it looked like some Tina Knowles fashion from the 2000s, no. So, Billy's already on my list because just it's, it's Omega level stunt queen energy. Like, I, I didn't read the full article, he mentioned first that he may have, to, or he's selling his home because the writer's strike, and I I get it. Like, the writer's strike, the actor strike, that's a lot. That's definitely stopping bags. I get it. But it makes me think, like, you've been in this industry for a while. 
why are you not further and maybe this is a financier in me why are you not reaching out to the mortgage company to see what assistance they can ha help you with during this time i mean I've, i'm sure they're aware of what's going on there's some plans that they can get you into but you want attention you want people to be talking about you i would love to be talking about you for your skill and talent but your shenanigans always eclipse that and it's like dog give me a break so it was that and then the second part was he he was speaking ill about anna Wintour. that's not who you want to piss off you just don't and especially because you want to be a fashion person that he called her a bitch and i'm like one don't call women bitches especially just don't don't call women bitches and i say i speak out of both sides of my mouth because bitch is gender neutral men are bitches women are bitches non-binary are bitches but i just feel like this was in poor taste he's still salty that harry styles got the cover of vogue the first male to get the cover of vogue and he was wearing i believe a dress or a gown or something my thing is this he's harry styles and you know i may not be the demographic for his music but harry styles name carries a lot and billy porter where you have had to come up with pose you still be less like that's just what it is what it is and he was like yeah you're stealing from my culture and our thing is this we don't know what harry styles identifies with he could be bisexual he could be gender fluid he could be so many things but my issue with billy porter is it's always i always feels like he's it's always jaded bitter energy like it should have been me and I'm like, where was that energy? Like, keep the same energy because when your trans co-stars on Pose were not getting the representation, you know, during award season, and you were, you're like, well, they should be patient and they should wait their turn. And that left a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, ah, you kind of want some bullshit. And then this, this is not the first time. This is the second or third time. Find something else to talk about. My thing is. Vogue is, it's not, is, is, again, as much as we want to be as inclusive and diverse, Vogue is not for black people. It's just not. Like, they're not going to prop up unless you are Oprah, Beyonce, Michelle Obama, Cardi B, who's not really black, but that's questionable, and Serena Williams. You're probably not going to get the cover of Vogue. Like, you're just not, Billy, like, or Halle Berry. You're not getting the cover of Vogue. Like, get over it like if you feel so great about that you know too bad sister to sister magazine and out because he could have definitely covered that go to essence go to you know these black magazines and and you know highlight and show that aspect of your style there like stop you know it's it's such pick me energy it's like i I'm, you got that white husband and speaking of white husbands justin this is no offense to you i'm just saying i could not be married to a white man and be vocal and public saying yeah my job is not allowing me to pay 
these bills and I got to sell my house. Absolutely not. Kip, honey, um, old money. Old money. Old, old money. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I'm with a broke white man. Absolutely not. He has got to be filthy rich. Wealthy. Not middle class. Not upper middle class. He got to have some zeros. He got to have some zeros. So, one, you're not properly managing that bussy, uh, Billy, because... <sighs> Oh my god. You know what? I'm freshening up my cocktail. Bye. It's that time, guys. It's time for gold, silver, bronze. Let's get it. All right. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's roll into the first gold, silver, bronze of the month this is a double header this is all about two chains um so our first half we're taking three singles from a great discography and we're ranking them gold silver and bronze and on the back half we're going to take three featured um appearances from chains on other people's songs and we're gonna rank those gold silver bronze our first entry no lie featuring everyone's favorite bad yellowish drink uh the debut single from his debut album based on a true story released may 8 2012 produced by michael made it peaked at number 24 on the hot 100 and took the summit position on the hot r&b hip-hop songs next up feds watching his lead single from his sophomore album based on the true story 2 me time released february 10 2013 produced by pharrell williams peaked at number 66 on the hot 100 and number 18 on the hot r&b hip-hop songs Last and certainly not least, it's a vibe featuring Ty Dolla Sign, Trey Songz, and Janae Aiko. Uh, the second single from his fourth album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, uh, produced by Murder Beats, peaked at number 44 on the Hot 100 and peaked at number 20 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs. Oh, shoot, give me one second. I did not write what date that was released that is my bad give me one second it's a line it's a it's a line let's see dun, 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 dun. all right release march 14 2017 so guys let me know on the thread uh live tweet me using the hashtag pod qb email the show who gets your gold who gets your silver who gets your bronze Hmm. I'm giving my gold to No Lie, instant classic. Um, still gets heavy rotation around these parts. I'm giving a moderately placed silver to It's a Vibe. I like the creativity of the song of switching who sings the ver or who sings the hook. Um, and a very distant silver. Feds watching is probably one of my least favorite two chain songs. 
it just is I don't know there are so many better song selections on that album but let's flip it let's go let's go over to the next all right so like I said we're gonna take three of his strongest features from a great career and we're gonna rank these as well First up, Kanye West featuring Pusha T, Big Sean, and 2 Chainz' Mercy from Cruel Summer, released April 3rd, 2012, produced by Lyft, Mike Will Made It, uh, yeah, Mike Will Made It, Kanye West, and Mike Dean, peaked at number 13 on the Hot 100, and took the summit position on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Next up, Nicki Minaj featuring 2 Chainz. Two chains, bees in the trap from Pink Friday Roman Reloaded, produced by Kinoe. If I mispronounce it, I apologize. Released May 29, 2012. Peaked on the Hot 100 at number 48. Could not find data, or maybe it did not peak on the Hot R&B Hip Hop songs. Um, sometimes that does happen. Last and certainly not least, Drake featuring Big Sean and 2 Chains All Me, produced by Key Wayne and 40, peaked at number 20 on the Hot 100, and number 6 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs, released September 24, 2013. So guys, on this also, let me know who gets your gold, who gets your silver, who gets your bronze. Ah, let me see. I'm giving Mercy my gold, very close silver, beast in the trap. And it's funny because typically I like Nikki's features more than her solo songs. For some reason, her solo songs never hit for me um, with the... <laughs> Don't judge me, but my favorite Nicki Minaj song is uh, Megatron. I love that song. But yeah, so no, no, no. Uh, it, it gets my silver and... Um, yeah, in a very close bronze, let me give all me because the Givenchy line was was it was Chef's kiss, play on words. Like I feel like 2 Chainz's punchlines and his double entendres always deliver, so for sure... He gets he he stole the song from me. Uh, where I wasn't the hugest fan of the production, but this is all about verses. So yeah. But guys, this wraps up another episode of the John Effect podcast. We're in the middle of the month. Like September will be here before you know. October then will be right around the corner, and in October that is the seven and a half mark seven and a half mark of this podcast being out like eight summers your boy's the eighth world wonder uh if you know you know but yeah so i couldn't do this without all of you guys out there for your support you guys are amazing i thank all of my collaborators i think all of my listeners i think all of my friends for rocking with your boy or even attempting to rock with me because sometimes it's not the easy choice but sometimes in life we got to do things that are not necessarily easy again you can follow me on social medias either the john effect or the john effect x um, just plug it in where you're at please 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 like write a review rate the show like i would greatly appreciate that i'm i'm all about the elevation of this show and this show has 
to me, I feel like it has elevated each and every year, and it's. I have no intentions on slowing down anytime soon. Um, if it ever gets to a place where I'm like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, I will let the listeners know. Um, but for the for the time being, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But like I always say, you always want to leave the party before. Uh, the party ends and right now the party is still going strong with no signs of slowing down so you know you got me for you got me for a good minute lord willing uh, but yeah guys thank you so much until next time i will see you sweet lovers <laughs> okay i guess that look it hit me you i will see you sweet lovers of liberty next time bye guys bye